Dave, chill with Dave Sprite. You want Dave or Dave Sprite? <laughs> a little quick. Uh, I'll take Dave Sprite. Okay. So it's pretty funny how I made a copy of Rose's Evil book right before she burned it, and now she doesn't know about it. I know, it's crazy. What kind of foresight this guy has? I'm telling you, coincidence like that are unreal. They don't even happen most of the time. The best thing about how I did that is how it will no way ever come back to bite us in the ass, ever. Dude, our shit is safe. So safe. Gonna sleep pretty sound tonight, and that big fucking payload of safety just got dropped on us. Gonna be all hugging my pillow and shit. Gonna like a goddamn bear full of honey. Saving some Flintstone vitamins in a bottle. Keep twisted, Junior. All you get is clicks. thinks it's candy. Doesn't even... <laughs> okay. 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 Hold on. Hold on. <gasps> Asshole thinks it's candy. Doesn't even know he just... <laughs> Doesn't even know he just stepped on the... <laughs> I'm so mad the joke is so good. I'm keeping every take of this in for the record. <laughs> Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Asshole thinks it's candy. Doesn't even know he just stepped on a security rack and got a face full of fucking security. Yeah. Anyway, guess I'll go back down and burn that book. Alright. Next. Holy shit. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, the oh. book is gone. Oh, cool. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, no bed full of safety there. Nice. Nope. Dave, go back in time and stop the thief. It looks like you already tried that. Oh. Whoever took these books was pretty cold-blooded, dude. You figure you'll cool in the time travel for a while? Don't want to see the Dave corpses start to pile up. Especially if one of them winds up being you. That is really horrifying to see. Yep, there's a dead Dave in here. And he did not die peacefully. No. Dave, throw yourself out the window. You ditch the body before Jade sees it. That would probably freak her out. Oh, yeah, that, that'd be bad. Yep. And we see DD on the uh, scaffolding right there, too. Nice. All right, John, press a button on the control panel. Oh, this can't go badly whatsoever. No, this will be fine. You push one of the nearby buttons. It activates the upper right monitor. The view is locked onto a particular location on Earth at a particular date and time. Whoever was in the lab appears to have recently calibrated this device. Hmm. Also, I didn't realize last time there was just a DNA button there, huh? Yeah, weird. Well, I mean, 
even without the whole genetic code, like, portion of the story, it would make sense with the fucking experiments going on in the background of this lab. Well, yeah, I mean, like, it's it's a place where they clone uh, those chess pieces, so it's not that surprising. I'm really worried what that uh, whole genetic code is going to end up, like, creating. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. John, I'm examine sure monitor. The monitor displays a town on the west coast of the United States. It appears to be your old neighborhood, but there's a factory there you do not recognize. The date is December 1st, 1995, a few months before you were born. That's just a Betty Crocker factory. It's a Betty Crocker factory in John's old neighborhood. <laughs> John used to live nearby a fucking Betty Crocker factory. <clears throat> also, huh, I, I keep forgetting like these kids are young, so I keep forgetting like, oh yeah, they were born after me. Yep. It's weird, right? It's- there was some, okay, Molly, there were some times when I was at working at one of my old jobs at a university bookstore and we were signing people up for memberships. Yeah. And every time I'd, you know, double check they got all the details correctly in the membership form and they would have to put down their birthday because we gave out like promotion codes on birthdays and stuff. And then, uh-huh. cause I was working back in 2016, yep. some people being born in like 1999. That's fucked up. That's not real. And then I was like, there's going to be a point where just you go to university. You're only going to see birthdays after 2000. No, no no one gets born after that year. Nope, never again. No, it's not real. It's not real. They're just... It's not real. There's no kids. Just made up people. (laughs) I recently mentioned to my mom that it was my boyfriend's birthday uh, the other day. And she went, oh, how old is he? I was like, oh, he's, you know, he turned 23. Her first response was just, oh, he's such a baby. And I was like, don't say that. No! Don't say that to me! Don't say that to me! Like, God, no! Ugh! John, zoom in. An (gasps) old woman is escorted by her son on a lovely day. A target has been locked over the gentleman's mother. Next. A meteor overhead looms unnoticed. Oh no! (laughs) Oh, Molly, no! So, it's Dad and Nana. Having a lovely stroll out in the middle of the day, next to the, the old Betty Crocker factory in the neighborhood. Yes, sir. Yep. There's a, just a meteor right there. I'm sure it's fine. Next. Oh. They witnessed the destruction of the facility. Collateral damage to a corporation owned by a renowned billionaire explorer. A mystery begins. Hmm. So a meteor strikes the Betty Crocker factory. Yeah, and it's just, you know, collateral damage to a corporation by a renowned billionaire explorer. Yeah. Not to describe anyone that we know. I'm sure there's plenty of renowned billionaire explorers. No, no, look. <laughs> no. There's Dr. Quest. There's Tony Stark. And he's not really even an explorer. He's an Avenger. He's not an explorer. Yeah. And, and then there's Grandpa. Hmm. No, don't, don't fucking try and tell me, oh, it's just a, you know, I'm going Billy Knight No! <laughs> no, there isn't. <laughs> it's a lie and a half. We do know one. Yeah. Weird. John, press blue button. He does that. Next. You create a paradox ghost imprint of the woman you recognize to be your grandmother. Well, that's not disturbing. 
No, not at all. Just, hey, here's my sludge, Grandma. She turns into a pile of sludge. Next. The ghost sludge is sucked into a glass tube. That's just even more disturbing. <laughs> yep. John, switch four. You switched to a monitor displaying a view of a remote island in the Pacific on December 3rd, 1995. Well, okay. Okay, so we see Jade's Island. With a cruise ship next to it? Yep. John, zoom in. A renowned billionaire explorer approaches on his yacht. An old factory lost two days prior, but a new shipmate gained. Together, they settle the island and plunder its secrets. Uh, the ship is named Jade. That's really cute. But also... It's very cute. What? Okay, so Jade just has, like, Rose's present to John from the future. Yeah, she does, huh? Yeah. How'd she get that, Jules? (laughs) Hey, Jules, how'd she get that? How'd she get that? Also, Baby Jade's still very cute. Baby Jade's so cute. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Also, hold on. What? No, I I thought... No, I I keep getting when Jade's uh, birthday is. Oh, yeah. This does... Mess with... uh, Next. Uh, mm. A meteor overhead streaks unnoticed. Headed toward an unseasonably warm city in the central United States. So it's heading towards Dave. I mean, it's headed toward an unseasonably warm uh-huh. city in the central United States. Yeah, no, that doesn't describe, you know, any particular place. No. Also, we got Beck looming in the foreground. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Uh, it's a good panel. John, press blue button. You create a paradox ghost imprint of the man you spotted in the woods with your book. The ghost sludge is collected. Alright, so, okay, so we're just gonna collect some paradoxical sludge of the Guardians from the past. Kinda seems that way. Alright, John, uh, hit switch three. You switch to a view of an unseasonably warm city in the central United States on December 4th, 1995. Alright, John, zoom in. An outrageously awesome dude stands before a crater where his favorite record shop stood one day prior. <laughs> oh boy. No, Bro's favorite record shop got wrecked. Jeez. Also, I, I keep forgetting how fucking anime Bro looks. He's very anime. Next. He's got fingerless gloves. He's got fingerless gloves, which... They okay. They do actually have a use. They're really good for people like me who draw in the cold. But sure, man, th- no, those are douchebag gloves he's wearing. I have a pair, mostly because it's easier to text that way. Exactly, they allow for much more dexterity. Mm-hmm. I need to get me one of those gloves that are like basically mittens, and then you can pull up the mitten flap and the fingerless gloves underneath. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yep. Yeah. It's just basically, you know, making your gloves hinge. It's a comrade of Kabuto. Cast off. Julie. Julie. You're you're being a dork. No, what have I ever been a dork? 
<laughs> Show me the proof. Cut to hours of audio recordings and logs. <laughs> uh, hours of video of you doing various common Rider poses. <laughs> Those are secret, Molly. Like <laughs> they're not that secret. <laughs> Next. <laughs> He's prepared for the occasion with a small pair of outrageously awesome shades. A meteor overhead races unnoticed, headed to a lake near a laboratory on the east coast of the United States. No aquatic life would survive. Wait. Why? Why would he be prepared with tiny baby shades? I don't know. That's weird, it's a meteor. Were the kids born from meteors? <laughs> That'd be weird. That wouldn't make much sense. They have birthdays. Well, uh, mm. Mm. John, press blue button. You create a paradox ghost imprint of the outrageously awesome dude. Sludge is allocated to one of the other. To one of another pair of tubes. So there were two on the left and there's two on the right. Yeah. Alright, John, uh, switch to two. You switch again to the view of your neighborhood on April 13th, 1996. It's the day of your birth. There's more real estate you do not recognize near the recently devastated baked goods facility. It's a shopping mall you've never seen before. Hey, John, zoom in. We zoom in on mom holding a baby. A professional lady and new mother has traveled from the opposite coast at the behest of a famous and wealthy scientist to study one of the numerous recent celestial anomalies while he's on expedition. She notices a meteor overhead on collision course with a quaint family joke shop. A distinguished gentleman notices the lady and comes outside to greet her, oblivious to the threat above. The gentleman's mother remains inside, busying herself with a tall bookshelf, a ladder, and a rather hefty unabridged joke book. These kids were born from medias. That's the only explanation. The media hit the Betty Crocker factory a couple days later. Oh, Grandpa Holly just has a little baby Jade. Uh-huh. Media hits the record shop in Texas. Oh, Dirk's got his own little pa- fucking pair of baby shades ready to give to his new baby girl. Uh-huh. Fucking, we got a media here, Molly, for the joke shop, like. Also, just, it's weird seeing mom and dad within, like, the same panel, like. Yeah, it is. It's very weird seeing them together. It's just, it's just weird seeing the parents together, like. Yeah. Kind of applicable, you know, when you're a kid, you when you start, like, noticing your parents interacting with other parents and guardians. Yeah. Just like, oh, right, these these are adults and they have, like, their own lives and interactions. Yeah. Also, I do appreciate that the joke, joke store is named Pranks' Gambit and has, like, a decal of, like, what John's face looks like on the window. Yeah. Next. An old mother lost today, but a new son gained. Sassacre! These kids were born from media, Molly! <laughs> Next. The gentleman discovers a clue. A powerful nose detects perfume. 
The lady has fled. The mystery deepens. Okay, so we previously did not see Mom wearing a scarf, but now we do back in the past. We did see a pink scarf actually in the laboratory facility, and she was sent to yep. the West Coast at the behest of a scientist. Yeah. So I'm guessing she fled the scene here, left the scarf behind. Kind of weird that Dad would just sniff the scarf, but anyway. Well, he's doing a mystery clue thing. I know, but he's not a blood. Doing is detective. He a, is he a bloodhound? I don't know. I mean, who knows at this point? Who fucking knows? Next. God. But the monitor has not lost track of the lady. Wait, hold, hold, wait, wait. Hey, wait, what is Rose? Wait. Rose, what do you got there? Rose, what? Rose? Oh, hold Rose, on. Rose, why do you have the Con Air bunny? No, I think that's just... Because she mentioned the bunny she's going to give to John for his birthday... Uh, mm-hmm. is an old family heirloom of hers, which was badly damaged when she was a child. Yeah. Maybe that bunny came from the joke store. Could be. John Press Blue Button. You create a paradox ghost imprint of the professional lady. The sludge fills the final tube. Once all the tubes are filled, an automated sequence begins to execute. The weird thing is that we've got all the guidance so far, except for, instead of Dad, it's Nana. Yeah, that is weird, huh? Next. Um, and all the machine is making the GCAT letters down there. Yeah, and then... Four young <gasps> Paradox clones are created. Oh, I see... I, okay, what I now have is literally point A and point Z. <laughs> I have nothing else to fill in between. So who are these, who are these babies? I don't know, if, do they have a title what the second batch of kids are called? Because I know there are a second batch of kids. Um. Yes. You don't have to tell me if, if the name itself is an implication of spoilers. I don't know if it's an implication of spoilers. Um, they're commonly referred to... If, if you already know there are more kids, they're called the Alpha Kids. Okay. Well, I mean, Alpha makes sense in terms of they seem to... These Alpha Kids seem to be, like, clones of Guardians. Well, these are just the Guardians' as kids, aren't they? Oh, so... Well, par- that makes sense. Paradox clones, so basically... John just made, just brought the babies of, like, the Guardians to the current timeline. Huh. I do know their names, should I just say them? Um, yeah, you can go ahead, but I don't know if that means you're necessarily right. I mean, yeah, who fucking knows? Like... I mean, about who... I bet you know the names. I'm not doubting that you know the names. Yeah, I know that. I'm doubting whether or not you know what's happening. Okay, I I do know that baby version of Bro is Dirk Strider. Okay. I do know that baby version of Grandpa is Jake English. Uh Uh-huh. Baby version of Mom is Roxy Lalonde. Okay. I just know that... Um, baby version of Nana is Mary. I can't really. I I heard her last name once, but I don't know if that was a fucking joke or not. So I just know she's Mary. What do you think it was? Huh? 
What was the joke one? Crocker? Because she that just be, fucking that would like, be really weird. Crocker? Yeah, that'd be. F- <laughs> Why would that even be a thing? I don't know. Like that was just something I heard years ago from like the internet. <laughs> sure. This this is weird that I because I've been fucking wondering what how a second batch of kids comes into play in the story, and I knew I'd only really meet them probably well, much later on, but I didn't expect to meet them this soon. But Jules, these aren't the kids. What's well, true? I, Let's keep going. Let's yeah, keep going. Yeah, uh, my my brain is burning right now. <laughs> There's a little bit more you have to get. John, there's one more book button to push. Which applies to me as well, Ectobiology sure doesn't... Go ahead. I, I mean, that, that sentence alone applies to me in this respect, but just... <laughs> ectobiology sure does involve a lot of button pushing. At least it does when you're a junior ectobiologist. Your loyal assistant, Dr. Meowgon's all over this one. Dr. Meowgon's just sitting on the DNA button. Yeah, press the button. Man, welcome to me, really is just a cat, so, like... Yeah. Very cute. Next. One pair of tubes empties the sludge into the chamber below. The other pair does as well. Another sequence is activated. Next. Uh. What? Who's that, Jules? Those are just the baby versions of all the kids. So if you combine the DNA... On each side of, let's say, the Grandpa and Nana side. You... Oh, hold on. Wait. I don't... And if you combine the DNA of Mom and Bro on the other side, because that's where they went. They were separated yeah. that way on each side. And it spits out four kids... You know, it is kind of funny that Jade and John do both have buck teeth. Yeah! Also, Baby Paradox version of Grandpa looks a hell of a lot like John. Well, you saw all the DNA letters. Is this vindication? And they got combined. Do I... I need, I need all my old conspiracy notes. No, it's not, it's not vindication. It's close. Um, let's go a little bit further here. John, scale Ashalata. <laughs> you storm up your Ashalata to claim the coveted, if difficult to pronounce, rung, Ectobiola babysitter. Your ladder's absolutely hemorrhaging the boondollars. Just what your pork hollow's fat ass needs. Uh, this is really cute, this panel. He's standing there and all the babies are climbing all over. John's place. just like... I just created babies of everyone we know. Uh-huh. That'd be weird. It'd be very weird. Imagine if you just saw baby me, like, just there. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle that, Jules. I know, right? You can barely handle adult me. <laughs> Next. You surpass one million boon dollars and trade them all in for a single whopping boon buck. This is, of course, going directly into the college fund for these youngsters. Sure is heavy. Into the hollow it goes. 
John's thinking about college for these fucking paradox babies he's created. He's gotta keep those. Yeah, he's gotta he's gotta send those babies to college. Next, we see a sad poor Kahlo and a shadow coming over it. Next. Oh no! Oh. The Boonbuck <laughs> smashed the poor Kahlo. It's too big. Navigating the veil nearby. Oh. An old man has much to do before he returns to Earth, dies, gets stuffed by his adopted yet biological daughter-slash-granddaughter, and stuck in front of a fireplace. Taking priority at the moment is shipping two passengers long overdue for a reunion. Oh, that's a Jules. hell of a sentence right there. Jules. Jules. But Jade- John and Jade are siblings. The combined DNA from Grandpa and Nana both made John and Jade. The combined DNA from Bro and Mom made Dave and Rose. Wait, Dave and Rose are related? Dave and Rose are brother and sister. This is the day half the ships died. I mean, I'm glad I never shipped any of the siblings together. <laughs> Listen, uh, fucking not my problem. They can deal with that. I was pure. Um, an act before this, Ashley asked me how I felt about John and Jade together, and I was like, I, I don't know. They have like this weird brother and sister thing going on. I'm just gonna send you what my face is right now, as per usual. <laughs> you okay? John and Jade, I've been trying to figure out how they're somehow connected. So, well, that's a shock that they're more sister. siblings than anything else. Dave and Rose, I would never fucking have guessed. All the... Oh. Yeah, they are siblings. Um, people shipped Dave and Rose, so... People, people were people pretty bad. <laughs> Sorry, like... Yeah, that's also a bad ship. It's not a bad ship. Hey, I'm going to link you this quick panel. Sure. Um, back in the beginning of Act 3, when Jade was looking at her magic eight ball. So, um, let me see what the actual line is. You've tested, so, let's see. The, when the magic eight ball isn't being frustratingly ambiguous, its forecast is always wrong. You've tested it numerous times with certain facts you know to be true. This is its reply when you ask if it is your friend John's birthday today. See? Stupid. And the magic eight ball says, oh, not exactly. Because she asked if it's her friend John's birthday. Not... Well, no. Oh. Because he wasn't born. He was created. I have been wondering where, like, the other halves of parents <clears throat> or guardians are. Like... They were combined, but this means that dad isn't related to John like that. Dad is not John's dad. Grandpa is John's dad. So, and... Does that mean Nana is John's mom more like anything? Yes. That is exactly what that means. So, somehow... And dad is definitely Nana's son, so that means John's kind of brothers with his dad? So, John is his dad's half-brother. I hate time travel so much! (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, when did you turn around on this? Well, you were no, telling me so much you liked it, it like, the other I'm just day. Saying, like, can you please go back and find the clip of me yelling that someone is someone else's, like, someone is their own dad or some shit, like? Oh, don't think I haven't already saved that. <laughs> good, good, just... Hey everyone, I extremely did not save any clips of Jules saying those things, uh, but here's one of her that I actually really do like. Thanks. Oh, Molly, I don't like that. Hey, <laughs> remember when you told me that the meteors were illegal immigrants? <laughs> remember when I laughed super hard at that? They're not gonna rob you. No. They're, they're not stealing your jobs. <laughs> no need for the media to be worried then. Jules, <laughs> are these meteors illegal immigrants? Yes, they are. We need to build a dome, Molly. <laughs> and we'll make the medias pay for it. Yep. <laughs> okay. Christ. <laughs> I made you laugh way more than I expected. Oh, it's a good goof. Oh, I hate past me so much. I was so close, Molly. <laughs> uh, we have a little bit more to get through before we have to go. She, I hold on. We can stop there, but there's just a little no, bit I more before next, this next, next. scene. We need to go. I just need to recover. Like, so we see a flying ship <laughs> in space. I'm sorry, with that decal Grandpa's on the side. face on it. Yep. Gonna make a custom Gumpla decal that's just Grandpa face. Hell yeah! Oh man, that'd actually be pretty cool. It'd be pretty dope. Next. We zoom in a little bit on the, one of the towers. Next. And it's mom and dad. Next. He pulls out his fetch modus, the wallet, <laughs> and he has her scarf. Okay, that's a cool fetch modus you got there, dad. Um, the theory we have is as you get older, you just get more just regular-ass fetch modi that are just really practical. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Next. She puts the scarf back on. Next. Oh, okay. And they reach for each other's hands. Next. And they look out to a blue dot in space that they seem to be headed towards. Are dad and mom a thing? They might be a thing. Well, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, hold on. I don't like this then because if they... That would would accidentally mess with my uh, Dave John... Uh, slash, I don't, mm. Yeah, it'd be a little weird, but listen, like it's not, fine. They don't relate and relate. They just be listen, step, they be they're step all ghost siblings. babies, so what the fuck? What's that? They're all like ghost babies, so what the fuck? Yeah, I know, but at the same time, just because you're a ghost baby doesn't mean you really want to get into that awkward moment where you fall in love with your stepbrother. No, it's a little weird. It's a little weird, because now you're a ghost baby ste- who's fallen in love with your stepbrother who's also a ghost baby. So who even knows? also a ghost baby. It's double weird. It's double weird. It, it's not a, it doesn't negate itself. It, it's just double weird.
Hey, hi everybody, welcome to Let Me Tell You About Homestuck. Uh, Julie. Hey, hey, that's me, hi, what's up? Once, once again, mm-hmm. we stand at a pivotal moment. We do, shit uh, fucking because happened. Because we didn't, we didn't get as far as I thought last time, the moment is still pivotal. Hey, um, how are you feeling? In the, in your headspace? In your brain happened? area? Well, okay, well, you're gonna have to be more specific. Um, okay. Like, it honestly really only properly hit me after we finished the last recording we made. Uh Uh-huh. Because we were just talking about this just before now, like, off-air, that... So, John's performing some fucking ectobiology, and Mm -hmm. through that, he got fucking, like paradoxical DNA from each of the four guardians minus dad instead of dad it was Nana yeah and it was like okay he's got that and then he made basically baby versions of them I was like okay uh huh well that's weird and then and you thought it was you thought it was more kids but no that's just baby guardians Right, yeah, I was, I thought, like, oh, this is where, like, the later four kids come from, I think, I guess? I, that was my initial thought. And then it's it was like, guardians. oh, he hit another button to combine the two sets of DNA between, you know, Nana Egbert with Grandpa Holly and Mom and Bro. Uh-huh. So, I'm gonna... I'm gonna take it as a moral victory that I was kind of right that Jade and John are related because they're <laughs> fucking siblings somehow. So what you're going what you're going to find is you're going to be so close to some of these, but there's no possible way you could have really guessed the exact thing. I like so what I did was essentially perform a super complicated, like very precise slingshot orbit around the moon to get to Saturn when I just needed to go across the road. <laughs> like, I, I, I... All of this, this entire board, garbage, like, this, this conspiracy board, nothing. There didn't need to be 50 red lines and under strokes and fucking circling. There would just need to be one red line. Jane and John, Brother siblings. and sister. Kaboom! <laughs> That's it. It does create the weird paradox of, like, oh, hey, like, you know, dad is not John's dad, but, well, like, biologically, but he's his half-brother. Meanwhile, Nana... It's hardly uh, a paradox, because Nana went and got her fuck on. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, we yeah. already knew Nana got Nana her fuck on with kid. dad. Like, we already knew that, like, to make dad, she had to get her fuck on. Like... Yeah, absolutely. Like, Nana Egbert fucked. You... you yeah, she fucks. Yeah, it's true. No, no confirmation or denial about Grandpa Harley, though. Uh, yeah, we don't know if Grandpa Harley fucks. Yeah, at all. Uh, Mom, definitely. Oh bro, God, for sure. Yeah. Well, no. Here's the thing. Mom, definitely. Bro, I can see the guy who says he fucks a lot, but really, it's That's like true. a couple. He's he's had a couple of flings. Jules, we are so far off track. Any, anyway, like, that wasn't the biggest shocking thing. The biggest shocking thing was just, oh yeah, Rose and Dave, fucking related as well. They're both siblings, too. I mean, with the way they quip at each other. Like, yeah, in retrospect, that makes a lot of sense. With the way they're sense. constantly sniping. Like, I definitely 
saw that and I was just like, oh, but friends can be like siblings too, like you and me. And then I realized, yeah. wait, did Molly accept me? Minute. Am I being prestiged? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've prestiged you, I think. <laughs> I don't know, Jules, I haven't seen the prestige. Prestige is pretty good. Anyway. I've heard it's good. Uh, Let's... Just so, yeah, I don't think there was like, anything else last time we recorded. I think those are the two things that happened. Uh, we also did see that um, Steedy stole the ring from PM. Um, yeah, and then Jade beat the shit out Jade of him. Jade beat the fucking shit out of him and got it back, but she wasn't able to return it to PM yet. Uh, we also right, saw, she's got things to do. We also saw that uh, Jack fucking Noir wrecking shop on the battlefield. That's right, and WV tried to raise an army against the Black King to try and stop the war. Yep, because he's just a fucking farmer, and he do- he don't care about these sides, and he's, like, getting dissenters from both uh, armies. He's just a simple man who wants to farm, and who just really fucking hates kings. I can relate, not to the farming part. I, no, I'm not good with the farm. Um, not much of a farmer? N- no, no. Uh, Alright, well. I mean, like, bonds can have spiders in them. I don't like that. Yeah, that's true. That's Bonds very scary. I don't like spiders. Them, which I do like, so it's kind of a... Hmm. Okay, okay. A little bit iffy. Yeah, a little we'll bit figure iffy. it out. Um, but also, yeah, so Jack Noir just fucking murdered <laughs> the Black King. Yeah, he just cut his fucking head off and took a scepter. Yeah, and then uh, yep. we saw that HB had ambushed PM while she's talking to the White King, and the White King's scepter was knocked off uh, a waterfall. Yeah, and we don't know what's up with PM yet, so... Yeah, we did not get any, like, resolution with any of that. We just... Well, because yeah, we know... Because Box Cars is a scary dude. Hearts Box Cars is a scary dude. Also, Jack Noir now being called, you know, the Sovereign Slayer. I think that was his title. Or at least he made it up. It was given to him, like, someone mentioned yeah. it at some point, but yeah, like... It, it now yeah, fits the Sovereign with... Sovereign Slayer, the Draconian Dignitary... Uh, the homogenous brute, I think it is. Something like that. And the courtyard droll. Yeah. So, the gang's all here. The gang's all here. Finally, you know, we've got SS. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just gonna say this. The one, the major one thing I take away from all this. Yep. I'm real glad I didn't ship any of the siblings together. <laughs> Boy, oh boy, did I, like... I showed you, I showed you that tweet Ashley made early on yeah. in, uh, in her read where she didn't like, uh, the John Rose ship, or not John Rose, excuse me, Dave Rose, Yeah, because she said, something just feels wrong about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which crushed it. Good job, Ashley. Same here, I was just like, yeah, I don't know, they seem more like, you know, cousins or something. Oh, whoop, okay. <laughs> nope, got him. And then it's just like... I mean, my my ship is really just like John Dave, and I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still not like necessarily carrying a torch or batting for John Rose, but I, I I can appreciate that as well. Sure, sure. And like you said, John has two hands. John has two hands. Oh, knowing John, he would put a buzzer in one of those hands because he's a fucking dummy. He would put it in the Dave hand. He would, but knowing Dave, Dave would just be used to it, and Dave uh-huh. would slap John. Because John we deserves can't do it. it. <laughs> he does. Let's read Homestuck. Let's read Homestuck. Uh, CG, Troll John. I, uh, we discussed this beforehand. I am taking Carcat. Look at all these babies. Look at the baby. 
Uh, except for Bro has broken into uh, one of the tubes, mm, and he's just sitting in the glass. Um, John, John, listen, John, I know talking to Cockat's and Pornhub right now for, like, all this shit, but there's a baby in glass? Don't? Don't. John, you're not a very good babysitter, are you? No, no, I mean, to be fair, he's got eight babies on his hands. It's a lot of babies. I, I am having uh, trouble picking apart which of the Egbert babies are which, though, sometimes. Like... <laughs> They're very, they're very close. Um, look at the hair. Yeah, it's really just the hair, like... It's the hair. Also, it's not gonna be TD fucking tickling baby John. Well, the Egbert girls are easier to tell apart. Yeah, because the hair's longer than But the Egbert boys may as well be clones. Fucking yeah. <clears throat> See, this is a case in point. What point? The point I was just making about the ultimate riddle. You blithering, feculent shithole. Okay, that's your cue to laugh at me some more, I guess, because you seem to really get off whenever I flame you. Humans are deranged. Oh man, I must be getting closer to the conversations where you're trolling me harder. This is pretty exciting. I can't wait to see what you've got up your sleeve. You see what I mean? Fuck you about that. Anyway, you weren't making a point about the ultimate riddle, dude. Yes, I was, and now I'm losing my train of thought, dipshit. Nope, we never talked about it. Yet. Oh, hell, that's right. Damn it, I guess this is gonna be confusing. Oh, you're just starting to figure that out now. See, I kinda painted myself into a corner. I started trolling you at the end just before the rift and then jumped back a little, and now I guess I've become railroaded into working backwards here. Unless I want to do the sort of dumb schizophrenic hopping around like the others. Oh my god, I know! You've already told me, like, a million times! I have? Wow, I can't wait for all those amazing conversations to take place. It's gonna be like that human vacation with a giant red chimney asshole up in here. You know, the one with a bunch of moody nooksuckers singing a little pine tree, I think. And I've gotta say I'm a little disappointed by this masterful trolling you were bragging about. I was bragging? Why would I bother with that sort of pedantic human horseshit? Maybe you should consider that I was bragging to get your hopes up in the future, only to let you down and thus troll you masterfully in that respect. Maybe, but that would be pretty weak, too. Your brittle human calcium-based skull is what is weak, and if you and I were in the proximity of a blunt instrument, I wouldn't have much trouble proving it. Whatever. So what was the case in point you were making, anyway? I was scrolling back and noticed you were in the veil. Whoa, I am. Yeah, dum-dum, you're tumbling around on a big goddamn meteor, and you just created younger versions of yourselves and your guardians, probably by mucking around with that thing like a doofus. Wait, these are baby versions of us? Ah, so clueless. What did you think you were doing there anyway? Well, I saw footage of my nana and some other people who I'm pretty sure are like Jade's grandpa and... Rose's mom and stuff from a long time ago. And then, all these little guys scurrying around. So, they're like, cloned copies of us? No, they are literally you and your guardians. Paradox clones. Huh? What, what do you mean, they're literally us? Do they go back in time? Yeah, obviously. Great guess, Brain Hero. But technically, they aren't even sent back in time because with respect to the medium, your universe's timeline is meaningless. Seriously, why would it give a crap about Earth's past, future, or whatever? From its perspective, it's just a bunch of points to choose from. Just like your chronology from is from our perspective. 
but I guess it's a bunch of semantics. With respect to your personal chronology, yeah, they go back in time. A Paradox clone is, by definition, a correctly cloned duplicate that will inevitably go back in time and become the original target that was cloned. If it's a malformed clone, it's just a meaningless mutant that has no bearing on the stable loop continuum. I don't see any tentacles or extra eyeballs or more bone bulges, so these gross little things here are all you guys, waiting to go to Earth and grow up and become the insipid bunch of grub-fisted douchebags you are now. And this was the point I was trying to make about the ultimate riddle. What is the ultimate riddle, anyway? Oh, maybe I can guess. I'm good at riddles. <laughs> Think again, Ignoramus. It's not even that great or even much of a riddle at all. In the course of your adventure, you would have encountered all these fragments of, like, weird poems and shit. You find them along your quest with clues and stuff buried in them to help you solve puzzles, move huge stone columns and make staircases appear, and lots of nonsense like that. It's all massed in this flowery sort of frothy poetic jackassery that no one really cares about. And I sure as hell don't care about spoiling it for you. But all these lofty symbolic allusions boil down to a grander statement about what you see happening here. That you were always the key to seeding your own existence through this game. And at any hope that it could have been played out differently or that you could have avoided this whole mess was always just a ruse. Uh, distraction, perhaps? What? Never mind. Because if it didn't go down this way, then how were you even born? Get it? Which is especially pathetic since Paradox Space apparently went through all this trouble just to make you fail and die. Really, there's nothing more tragic than these little sessions full of kids entering the game, fulfilling some cosmic destiny shit just to get wiped out, leaving behind an empty, pointless insipphosphere for all eternity. Actually, it's sort of hilarious. Or, it would be if it didn't affect me personally. But anyway, there's a lot more to the riddle than just that, like what we were just talking about the last time we talked. That's sort of the gist with the themes it deals with. Okay. Well, if I run into some salamanders who tell me all about this riddle and get really excited about it, I'll try to act surprised. So, this is the same kind of thing you went through? With, like, being your own paradox clones and grading your own parents and stuff? Yeah. How did it even work with 12 of you? It was really fucking complicated. I am not going to get into it. Our family structures are already way more complicated than yours without even getting spooky time slime involved. Basically, we have nothing in common whatsoever. Except maybe this. I was the guy in your position to make all these clones, and frankly, it all kind of freaked me the hell out. Huh. Yeah, I guess that you mentioned it, I am finding it a little strange. No, oh, only just now. Fuck, you are fast. I hope you got the mad boom bucks to pay off those speeding tickets. No, no, I mean, the ghost stuff and paradoxes are one thing, of course, it's something else, it's just... This is really weird. What's so weird about it? Well, normally humans hatch from, like, these slimy pods. Let me wriggle out as a little pink lava. Oh, really? Huh. Maybe we have more in common than I thought. Maybe those really are mutant clones and are going back to see your planet. Um, sure. <laughs> Hell, I'm confused now. Not that I give a shit about you and your pointless, awful lives. Hey, I have an idea. Why don't you go back to me in a few minutes? I mean, like, a few minutes of my time, not yours. All these little pink monkeys are getting in the way of... <clears throat> All these little pink 
fucking monkeys are getting way out of line and I have to tend to them. If you message me in a couple minutes, we can continue conversing in a sane, linear fashion for a change. Uh, okay? And after that, you can keep going backwards and then make fun of me for riding my r little red rocket. You can tell me I look like a silly little paradox clone fresh out of my slime tube, and this is all just a big nursery time recess chamboree. <laughs> that would burn me good, trust me. Okay, that is pretty good. But I can't use it because you said it, and then later, i.e. right now, you would get the satisfaction of knowing you are the one to come up with that burn. See, you are dealing with a pro. You can't out-troll me, so just forget about it and stop trying. <laughs> John, you fucking prankster. <laughs> John? John... John, you are literally dealing with eight baby versions of yourselves and yourselves' guardians, and you are just like, but how can I use this to prank a fool? <laughs> John, you dumbass. John, you fucking dumbass. My dumb son, Molly. He's an idiot. Like, I, I appreciate it, because this is some good trolling, and I like the it fact is. that... It is. It's very good. Carcat is honestly... He's... He's similar to AT, only in, but the only difference is that he is, like, actually confident to some degree. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, <laughs> but he's frankly getting trolled just as badly. Um, in my heart, I believe John doesn't realize he's trolling somebody half the time. He doesn't, he doesn't know what he's doing half the time, and then sometimes he gets it, and then he laughs. Yeah. Or I imagine half the time John... It is just like, yeah, fucking pranking and trolling people without realizing it. But when he actually yeah. puts his mind to it, he's actually performing some quantum pranking here. This is like this. Oh, takes, he's pretty good. This takes forethought. Like it, just, him just putting his mind to it is really like paying off. Absolutely. Ah, oh, John, tend to pink little monkeys. Um, so we're getting some information about the ultimate riddle here. Yeah. Uh, and Carcat is saying. That it's be the ultimate riddle is that they always have to make themselves. Right, yeah. Or the answer is, anyway. Yeah. Which is fucked um, up. But if we go. It is fucked up. Uh, but if we go to the next page and tend to those little pink monkeys, Yee. they're scrambling all over the place. They appear to be preoccupied with some of the objects littered around the lab. At least it's keeping them busy. Oh, look at them. So, Baby John is on the uh, Colonel Sassacre's mm -hmm. uh, book, and Baby Nana is sitting in. Dad's stained hat. Like, God, just th this is this would be so weird. Like, <laughs> it'd be extremely weird. And don't forget that the parent or the guardians came through here earlier. Right. This is where they all teleported to. So that's how some of this stuff got here. Yeah. I'm. So they're filling a role. God, that's. I'm wondering what the guardians actually did here then. Yeah. Well, it sounds like. Um, they said that there were coordinates locked on already when John went to That's go do all the true. exobiology. I guess so they just they have something to do with that. Yeah, I guess it, is, it leads back to the ultimate riddle and that uh, time loop paradox bullshit of just like, okay, I know when this meteor landed and I know that I'm created here. I've got to like, put, I've got to remember where it was exactly to put in these coordinates so that a kid born from me or someone else is going to like make that happen and just keep this cycle yep. going. Yep. I like time loops, Molly, a lot. It's pretty good. Next. And uh. we see 
bro asleep on Lil Cal. Little bro, get off that. No, you you don't know. The, the dream Lil Cal that went off on the jet board, specifically. Oh, right. The dream Lil Cal that is actually most likely, like, sentient to some degree. I hate this. <laughs> he, he's just staring at me, Molly. I, next. Okay. Okay, we can move on. Uh, so we see... Um... Grandpa with two flintlock pistols. Fuck yeah. Um, and we see Bro. Was that Bro or Dave? Or, no, I'm sorry, that's not Bro, that's Dave. Dave. Yeah. Uh, riding on Maple <laughs> Be the Strider. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> that's pretty good. Molly, it took so long for me to not make that joke. Oh, it's, a, it's pretty good. I won't <laughs> lie. John, get trolled by CG again. I'm sorry. Look All at right. these babies. <laughs> Look at the babies. You got baby Jay. <laughs> okay, it's a few minutes later. Look how sane and linear we're being. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Now fuck you and goodbye. Wait. What? I was just looking at all these rascals and I was wondering how they go back in time and become us and stuff. Does it have something to do with the reckoning? How do you know about that? You told me. We had this great dad going to see who could be the least helpful and informative. You totally lost, dude. You were hella helpful. I was obviously just spiting your stupid, pointless human dare. What is a dare, anyway? It's nothing. Someone says do something, and then, oh, laugh, laugh, you lose if you don't do it. That's anything that deserves a word. We don't have a word for dare in our language. The closest approximation would be worthless fucking bullshit wasted time for silly little children. Oh, wow. Is that the title of a movie, too? Yes, it's the title of every dumb movie you've ever liked. <laughs> that isn't even true. It doesn't make sense. Anyway, how could we have even made a dare if I'm moving backwards on your timeline? You would dare me to do something and I would do it next time, but then you wouldn't even remember the dare because we didn't make it yet. That's what isn't true. It doesn't make sense, you damn bag of puke. Oh yeah, the dare never happened. I was joking around and made that up to give you a hard time. <laughs> you have sounding stupid down to such a science... Where's your lab coat and test tubes, Dr. Brain Professor? I am wearing a lab coat. Um, sort of. You look like an elf. That's bullshit. You look like you should be blowing into a funny little shell and limbering up for a silly cookie dance. Do you even have elves? Yes, let's compare which fantasy creatures that don't exist we both do or do not have. What a great fucking idea, John. Uh, what? asked about the reckoning, so why don't we talk about that instead of all these pretty much terrible things? Okay. Yeah, so when the reckoning starts happening, all these Paradox clones get shipped off to meteors, flung through sky and defense portals, and sent back to war. Back to Earth. End of story, I guess. Bye! Wait, so that means we are all sort of like Superman? Uh, yeah. I guess. <laughs> cool. You all trace the mythological footsteps of your beloved human Superman who's really just a muscular Caucasian alien. It's hilarious how humans worship him as a pinnacle of human heroism and virtue, but he isn't even human. Actually, it's incredibly pathetic, but also kind of a way admirable, because it means deep down you all must realize who your dad is. We are bitches. Yeah, Superman is pretty cool, I guess. Did you know Nicolas Cage was almost going to play Superman one time? No, oh, my throbbing flimlow, who gives a barfing fuck about that? 
John Egbert, you have assassinated my patients. Adios, loser. Wait! Get back to me in a couple minutes, okay? Fine! <laughs> of course he's gonna fucking bring him in a cage. Of course he's gonna fucking Of do course that. he is. Of course. God. Why wouldn't he? Next. Why wouldn't John Egbert bring up Nick Cage every possible second he could? It is just like six degrees of Cage with him every single time. It is. Facepalm X2 combo! I feel so sorry for Cockat right now. Like, <laughs> just. He's trying to tell John about Homestuck. He's. This is, let me tell you about Homestuck. <laughs> <laughs> like. This is actually really lining up with you trying to tell me shit, and I just keep derailing about Common Rider. Please, let me tell you about the reckoning. Please, God. No, look, look, listen to first, like, this cool idea I've got for a rider. Anyway. <laughs> AR, Shred. You are ripping up so many hellacious shreds that fierce, shitty, biz nasties getting so deliriously rude brazen it. Okay, you lost the handle on that sentence. Oh my God, is that what you think it is? Oh, that's right. AR was last seen on the fucking jet board. Yep, he was shredding out in uh, Paradox space. Straight up, like... It, so, I remember what, the last page we left him on, which is him high-fiving the ghost hand. And well, I, fuck yeah, did, dude. And I distinctly remember, I made the fucking joke that the ghost hand was just constantly reaching out for a high-five this entire time. <laughs> just needed some skin, dude. Just couldn't leave ghost nana hand hanging. Fuck no. Next. Do you think it's Ghost Nana's hand? Uh, f- fuck you! <laughs> I'm just asking. I don't know anymore. I don't know anything. Okay. No, I was just asking. You said Ghost Nana. I'm just asking. It's blue Jules and God. ghostly. I guess maybe. I don't know. It is blue and ghostly. Uh, and on the next page, we see him approaching the meteor with the temple that is at Jade's place. Oh, yeah. Huh. This thing is so completely illegal. How could this atrocity be floating out here unnoticed all this time? You're gonna throw whoever's responsible for it into the slammer. You always call jail the slammer when you're extra angry at crimes. <laughs> uh, that's like you. That, that's a word only reserved for the most serious of crimes. Only the most serious, or the most serious criminals. This is true. <laughs> AR, go in. There's a large elevator platform ahead. All right, uh, AR, go down. And this is this is the same temple for this sure. This is definitely all the hieroglyphics and platform. Yep, it's all the same. Goddamn, huh? Below there is a dark cavernous room. Near the platform is a time capsule. It has deployed a seed and waits for something to be deposited and for the clock to be set. It's all harmless enough. Still no sign of any perpetrators. Huh. Well. So he's at the time the capsule. Thing, yeah, the thing. This is the one that Jade got the betas out of, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm still curious, like, and this is now, we're getting to the point where we're going to see, I guess, how those betas got there in the first place, but they still got to make the trek all the way from Dave's apartment to this time capsule. Yeah. That's a while. Like that, It's a ways. That, yeah, yeah. That's, although, again, with... The full fucking, like, dismantling of this corkboard ruins in a fiery pit at the foot of my, like, fucking (laughs) floor right here. Hmm. Like, who knows? Maybe it's a really simple one-two-step. Yeah, it might be. Maybe it's just ABC instead of fucking goddamn 
I don't know. I'm oh, I'm so frustrated about that. Like, I was so close. <laughs> you were so close. I was going to crack this case wide open, Molly. But then you didn't. Oh. Oh. Aeon, such premises. <laughs> Deeper into the darkness of the room, there's some complicated lab equipment. Again, nothing particularly unusual for this jurisdiction. Well, that's... Dad's uh, hat. And he's standing at a control panel, and we see Dad's hat above it. And that's... Ooh. <laughs> that hat is messed mm-hmm. up. It's pretty messed up, yeah. Uh, alright, well, AR, examine equipment. Oh! Uh, oh, we see baby Nana in a room with the hat. There's a large monitor. Displayed on it is a small human girl in a fancy house. The date is April 21st, 1910. Huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I get, well, at least this explains that that's not necessarily Dad's hat messed up in the control room. It's, like, on the screen. Like, it's... Yeah, it's on, it is on the screen. Yeah, okay. I, I, will, I will tell you now, it is on the screen. Okay. Interesting. Huh. All right, well, next. Well, Nana was playing with the hat. That's true. So... Eight days prior, the orphan girl was taken in by an aristocratic southern colonel and legendary humorist. <gasps> he recovered the young lady from a crater where a bakery once stood, operated by the man's wife, a notable baked goods baroness. Oh, man! <laughs> what? Is this the colonel? <laughs> well, he is a southern colonel. He is a southern colonel and, f- like, legendary humorist at- Uh-huh. Oh, man! So, what does that make him towards John? Wait, hold on. Okay, hold, okay, okay. <laughs> hold on. I need a... I'm, look, I'm, just, I'm just gonna eBay new conspiracy board. I'll <laughs> get it by tomorrow, it's fine. Um. Yeah. So, anyway, without that... I'm, I'm actually gonna draw up something new. Give me a second here. Okay. So... Nana. If a southern colonel has adopted Nana. Has adopted Nana, that's true. Right, this is Nana. I'm, I'm trying to remember that. Right. So, colonel to Nana, and Nana to mm-hmm. John. So, the colonel is. John's. Well, because Nana is both John's grandmother and mom. No, uh, Nana is John's mom. Right, but, like, Grandma in terms terms of title, because she's Nana, like... Oh, well, sure, but... Yeah, so so basically, the Colonel is John's grandfather. Huh. What the fuck? Like... (laughs) Um, and he's, uh, the Colonel's married to a notable baked goods baroness. So John is fucking related to the, the Crocker Foundation. Well, nobody said that. She's just good at baked goods. Mm, okay. I mean, nobody said that. We have the colonel. It says colonel. <laughs> yeah, but you said it could be any colonel. Like... I didn't say it could be any colonel. I immediately went with you here. I'm gonna give you this one. Okay, alright, alright. Man. Man. Fucking John's life <laughs> is a wild ride, let me tell you. Isn't it? <laughs> like, fucking... It's literally in his jeans, like... (laughs) Yup. Next. Oh, and we see Uh, fire outside. 
There's an explosion in the colonel's backyard. Land sakes alive, we're cooking with petrol now. <laughs> I do love these, like, old-timey exclamations. Uh, for the record, that was in the book that we read. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Also, I do like that the colonel looks like just a southern dandy version of Dad. Right? It's very good. I like that a lot. <laughs> Next. Ah, uh, there's a big crater in the backyard. Mm. The colonel and his new granddaughter investigate. The impact site is where a doghouse stood moments ago. It was the magnificent abode of the man's beloved pet, Hallie. <gasps> he takes a belt from the old julep flask. He'd sooner perish himself than lose that dear No, animal. hussy, if you killed a dog, I'll come for you. <laughs> <laughs> I am... Mm. Well? Don't, don't hurt dogs. Don't hurt dogs. Don't hurt dogs. You hurt dogs, I hurt you. Very simple. Good dog, best friend. Good dog, best friend. You bad for hurting dog. You die. <laughs> no remorse. No remorse. No. No jury would convict you. No. 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 Fuck no. No. I wouldn't even go to court. I'd get a nope. medal. <laughs> Next. Don't fucking kill the dog. People would think reports of the man's death were greatly exaggerated, but they weren't. Holy shit! <laughs> and it looks like the colonel just got shot in the chest. Colonel fucking got shot. Next. This is exactly why babies should not be allowed to dual wield flintlock pistols. What the fuck, Grandpa? Grandpa, as a baby, killed. The colonel's dog, and then shot him. Grandpa was hunting at a very young age. <laughs> Grandpa's already hunting the deadliest sport, which is man. <laughs> this is the most dangerous game. This is... Well, yeah, as a baby, he rode down on a meteor, <laughs> murdered a fucking beloved pet, then shot the pet's owner. Got him. Fucking... Player Unknown's Battleground. <laughs> yeah, he immediately just made a beeline for the nearest house, got a fucking pistol, and kablamo. <laughs> I hope that reference is still relevant by the time this episode comes out. Damn well better be. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds is a fucking gem of a game. <laughs> just imagine, just imagine baby Grandpa Holly in the back of that fucking plane. Fuck yes. <laughs> Just parachuting out with the same blank expression <laughs> on his face. <laughs> Those are the eyes of a fucking murderer. Look at that. Yeah, they sure are. God, next. <laughs> An old colonel lost, but a new brother gained. Oh, yay, my dad's dead, but oh, yay, brother who killed him is here. Yay. Well, she, she didn't have time to get attached. Wait, hold on. New brother gained. It was only eight days ago. Hold on, but new brother. Well, it's adoptive. I know, but this is. They're not related, I promise you. <sighs> That's still weird, though. It is. Oh, I'm just adding to this fucking list. Like this. Alright. Th next. I. Fuck it. Yeah. Oh! Aha! There's Hallie. The youngsters adore <laughs> their new guardian. Good dog. Best friend. The young boy has difficulty pronouncing the name, though. Sounds more like Harley when he says it. Well, this is adorable. I'm glad that, you know, Hallie's alive. 
Who's that look like? Uh, yeah, it looks like Beck. And here's the thing. Molly Beck with a face is terrifying. Have, yeah, have you ever noticed that Beck doesn't have eyes? Well, no, yeah, like, because we've always joked that the only, uh, the Guardians don't really have, like, a face, necessarily. Yeah, so do you think that Beck actually has eyes, or no? I mean, Dad has eyes. Like, they're just not drawn in. I think... Hmm. Yeah, but Beck has weird space powers. You know what? I can see... I can see Beck, like, not having eyes, and that not being creepy, because it'd almost be, like, um, a worn-down Anubis statue. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, it's just a, it's just kind of like a point of contention in some art. Some people draw Beck with eyes, some people don't. I like the art I've seen of Beck being drawn with eyes, but with no, like, irises or pupils. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good, like, fucking good ghost dog look. Hell yeah. It's time for us, Whitaker. Um... <clears throat> I, I need to get away from this page, but I don't like, like, this dog with eyes is actually kind of creepy. Like, Well, you ha- you're in charge. I know, but, like, I can't see the command because I'm literally <laughs> looking away from the computer. Help. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Okay, I'm covering. Uh, do you want forward. me to tell you the command? Okay, I was going to say, do you want me to do yeah, it? That's cool. Uh, so we see a slightly older Nana and a slightly older uh, Grandpa. This is less creepy. This face. Thirteen years later, the boy develops a taste for adventure. He and his guardian bid farewell. His sister's sad. She'll be left all alone with the wicked pastry baroness. She can handle it, he tells her. He believes in her. Aww. So Grandpa leaves, uh, riding Harley in the distance. This is kind of sad. Yeah. Like... Aww. <laughs> yeah. I'm really wondering how Beck plays into this with... Because you, you can't fucking deny the fact that Beck just looks fucking identical to Harley. Like, No, it's basically identical, huh? And also, this is very cute. Like, This is very te- cute. Teenage Grandpa and Nana look very cute. They're adorable. Also, the fact that Either Holly is an enormous dog, or Grandpa is a tiny teen. Well, it stands to reason that all of the kids in Homestuck are very tiny, given what we've seen of them. Yeah, I mean, I know this is just, like, stylization, but... Yeah. Like, I mean... Um, I mean, Jade is this big, just about right now, as we see her, so... I guess, yeah, 13, uh, You know what, uh, having actually worked with 13-year-olds now... You forget how fucking tiny They're teenagers are. They're kind of small. Like, it's actually really funny seeing walking to classroom and seeing, like, okay, here are a bunch of kids, and here's the one kid who's gone through puberty, and it's, like, a yep. foot taller. Like, yep. and just, they're an awkward mess of elbows and knees. <laughs> like, <laughs> But also, the voice isn't broken yet, so it's just like, oh, oh kid. You, you, oh, tiny voice in this big kid. Yeah, like, he's getting there, but it's coming along. Oh, it's no. Work in pro- seeing kids and then realizing they're just work-in-progress people is, like, so fucking weird. <laughs> God. Like, you remember when you were, like, when you reached 13, you thought, like, oh, I'm now a teenager. Fuck yeah. Right, yeah, but that doesn't no, mean anything. No, you're a baby. Like... You're a child. Ah, <sighs> Next. Uh, and we're back with AR. This all seems pointless to you and immaterial to the crime that has been committed. Though you do find it odd that the purifier target has been fixed over that especially stupid-looking animal. 
you hear the elevator platform. Someone's coming. I do like the A. I was just like, what? Why am I watching this? The fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, like who gives a shit? Like, this is <laughs> this is like when you're walking around like a museum or something, and you walk into the room which has like a documentary playing. And it's about nothing you're interested in, but you just still watch it because like oh yeah, you still just sit there because there's nothing else to do. It's like okay, well, I don't give a shit yep. about any of these people or whatever this is about. But okay, <laughs> hmm? next. Oh. oh. It's a high-ranking agent from your kingdom. Could he be the man behind this crime? Could his intent be mutinous? You know the agent to be far too dangerous to take into custody. You hide behind some equipment and observe. And it's Diamond... It's it's DD, Draconian Dignitary, um, holding those books. And remember what Dave was using as a bookmark? Yeah. Well, huh. Well, so, okay. This is exactly what I meant. (laughs) Like... Yeah, it just went from point A to point B. It's just point A to point B. Nah, I don't need a... Fu- nah, okay. Just, I'm cancelling <laughs> all of these corkboard orders. <laughs> I was so happy when you started going off about this. I was gonna be like, honey, it's like seven pages away. Just keep going. <laughs> Sorry, corkboard limited on eBay with 99.95 user feedback. <laughs> You're losing business, but... <sighs> it's a shame. Also, uh, just for record, I I just homestuck memed to my boyfriend without him realizing it, and I'm pretty happy. Oh, good. What'd you do? He sent me a picture of his uh, Warhammer models he's painting because we're dorks, yeah. and he, we, he's been just calling his like models his friends. I'm just like, oh, good friend, best base coats. God. Good. Good. <laughs> You're coming along nicely. Next. He appears to be holding some notebooks. Also, what appears to be a pair of juice-stained envelopes. Hmm. Sure is. Wait, I'm just wondering, did we see the notebooks in, from the time capsule when J- J- it, Jade opened it? Like, No, they weren't there. Alright, well next, I guess we're going to see what happens to them. Only one of the books is useful to him. The envelopes are useless. And he couldn't make it through more than a paragraph of the other book. Some weird thing about wizards? He discards them. The spare notebook lands on the floor. The envelopes land in the seed. Oh, so this wasn't even like a So pers- the way he throws it... Yeah, like... Uh, the betas end up in the seed, and the, uh, the journal just ends up on the floor. Well... <laughs> next. Guess... Mystery solved. Mystery solved. <laughs> The time capsule stores the seed, and on account of some default setting, is programmed to bloom several hundred million years from now. The capsule then readies a new seed. Hmm. So, 413 million years from now, Jade will receive the beta. 